This is CliffCentral.com. Please note that the views expressed and the advice provided in this show are for general advice and entertainment purposes only. Nothing stated should be treated as a substitute for your own independent legal advice based on your own specific facts and objectives. Therefore, the presenter and CliffCentral.com accept no liability of any nature whatsoever, either expressed or implied. Law. Like you've never heard it before. The Laws of Life. With Gary Hertzberg on CliffCentral.com. I'm Gary Hertzberg and this is the Laws of Life on cliffcentral.com. Alongside me today, Lionel Makokotlelo. Welcome, Lions. Thank you very much, Gary Dumela, to all our podcasters and our guests today. And it's Tuesday once again. The swaggest law show is in your town. What is the swaggest line? What's the direct translation? We are the stylist because oh. we bring, we, we really break the jargons and to everyday Usage of language So that's why we are the swaggers Because we don't really complicate the law Absolutely yeah. You're right there Okay, today's show lines Is about the new municipal property valuations And uh, there are residents That we're targeting right now Let's give out the uh, municipalities Hibberdeen hmm. Jeffreys Bay Nelspreit Tabazimbi Middleburg Mayerton George Buffalo City, East London, sure. Mohale City is Krugersdorp, and th- they've all been affected, so their valuation rolls are out there for them. So these guys have got to listen up. And then last week, the city of Johannesburg opened their new valuation rolls for inspection, sure. and you know, that's the big one. According to a report I saw yesterday, lines on IOL, Johannesburg residents are absolutely outraged over property valuation increases, as some of which have gone up as high as 500% in some areas. Now, these increases could result in some owners losing their homes and businesses, as you know. South Africans, we up to our eyeballs in all the increases that we face and that, that's, that's truthful. And a lot of us just can't take it no more. I can't take it no more. I can't take it no more. Send it down on the dirty little wall. I can't take it no more. I can't take it no more. I can't take it no more. I'm sick and tired of the dirty little wall. I can't take it no more. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Gary, this is so amazing. <laughs> this is like the bet. I can't take it anymore. Now it's 15% from 14. Please bring it down. <laughs> yeah, if, you, if you drive down the streets of Joburg right now, you'll hear that as a lot of people's theme song lines. People can't take it no more. If you want to join in, apparently there's a petition that's been started. Hashtag Johannesburg rates must fall. Oh, there you go. That's great. So, Lions, all is not lost. Uh, if you believe that the municipal valuation applied to your property is unfair, then you have to, must, take a stand and object. Now, it sounds all very well, but how do you do that thing? Well, the municipalities are giving you advice on how to object, but somehow you want it from the real experts, the people that are opposing the municipalities on a day-to-day basis. So we've got into our studio the guys that know it all, and uh, they are professional values. They're from a very big company called RatesWatch.co.za. Mm. And uh, we have with us Christo Bockhorst and Ben Espach. Welcome, guys. 
Good morning. Thank you. Thanks, Gary, for having us. Good. Hence, I'm saying we are the swiggest. We bring the best of the best to really simplify the most complex situations. Yeah, three yeah. lines. By the way, listeners in Cape Town, you may want to listen to this one to be prepared for your new valuation role, which is coming out next year. Am I right, Jens? That's correct. Yeah. So um, you'll, you'll probably be objecting or want to object as well. So this show is also for you. Our Facebook page, The Laws of Life with Gary Hertzberg. Have a look and give us a like, please. Lines, the Twitter handle. The Twitter handle is at Hertzlaw, H-E-R-T-Z-L-A-W. And you can actually uh, propose any topics that you would like to talk about. Or if you've got any challenges in so far as legal issues are concerned, drop us a mail and we'll try and tackle it by bringing somebody who's a specialist within that particular area of law that you've got challenge in and simplify the matter just so that you come to a conclusion. Our partner today is Legal Talk South Africa with its Facebook membership now of over 170,000. Well done, Ray Green. Excellent. No, that's great. No, we yeah. are growing. I must say this partnership is really affecting lives out there. And many people are actually getting all the answers that they really need insofar as the law is concerned. And good kudos to you as the leader who's driving this show because without your vision, this would not have been possible. So kudos and keep up to, uh, doing the great job that you're cool, doing. Lance. What we're trying to do is we're trying to get these shows out, all the legal stuff, especially a show like this. People really want this knowledge. It's going to be pinned right at the top of the Facebook page of Legal Talk South Africa so that uh, people can click on it and just listen to it. That's Very right. easy. Gentlemen, Christo Bockhorst and Ben Esbach uh, of Rateswatch, these increases that are coming about in Johannesburg, um, I've been reading that... Uh, some people have been increased from 3,850 to 22,000 rand a month. People can't afford it. Uh, businesses could close down. What's going on out there? Uh, how, how are these properties valued? Who values them? And explain the whole procedure of how the municipality goes about valuing a property. Ben, you want to take this one? Yes, Gary, I think before we get to the actual numbers on your rates account, one should look at the process. And obviously there's legislation behind the, behind this, and that is the Municipal Property Rates Act, and which um, applies to all municipalities all over South Africa. So if a role is, is produced, the values are are all made in terms of that legislation. Ben, this occurs, if I'm correct, every four years there's a new valuation that comes out. Yeah, for, for metros, they, they, they have up to four years with a, a year additional that could be granted. And the smaller municipalities, the rest of the, the municipalities of Africa uh, is, is on a five plus two, a seven year cycle. Okay. So if I buy in Joburg, I know that for four years, I'm, my prop, my rates will be as is, but then it will probably change four years later. It it could change. It will depend on what the new value of the property is. And hopefully we'll get to that a bit later in, 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 in the show. Let's talk about I buy a property and the day I buy it, I know they tell me the previous seller, the rates are 2,000 Rand a month, for instance. Now there's a new property valuation that's come out and I see that I'm going to be paying much, much more. How did this happen? Well, um, it is possible that you could pay more, um, because the valuation role, if, if you, if you take Joburg for an example, mm. the current role was implemented in 2013. Yes. So the values of the properties are as July 2012. 
for the new role that will be implemented in July this year, the properties are valued as July last year, 2017. Mm -hmm. So um, on the new role, Hopefully, property increase in value over time. That's maybe one of the reasons why we all buy property. You hope to get some capital growth, so that growth in the in the market value will be reflected um, between the two valuation roles. And unfortunately, at this stage, you will not be able to quantify the rates that you'll be paying um, from July, because the municipalities still need to do their budget, and part of the budget are the tariffs. So if all the properties increased by by value, we hope to see a reduction in the tariff. Um, and it, so that if your, the value of your property doubles, it doesn't mean that your property rates will double. Oh, really? Mm. Okay, so let's ask this. Uh, we have a question from a listener. In my many years, says the listener, of living in Johannesburg, I cannot recall having seen a city valuer visit my property. Do values go door to door, and how do municipalities calculate these rates? Krista, you want to take this one? Gary, yes, thank you very much. Um, under the old legislation prior to 2004, um, municipal values had to inspect most of the properties. But as times changed and with new legislation actually permits um, the municipal valuer not to inspect the property, they are allowed to use aerial photography or building plans to get the information on your property. And the realistic um, story is if you go out as a valuer to a property and you knock on a door, nine out of the ten times, the, taking the conditions of, of, uh, of South Africa currently, you won't get access to a property. You won't let anybody into your property nowadays. So um, it is a little bit difficult for municipal valuers to gain access to properties. Therefore, legislation permits them to use aerial photography and building plans to get information of your property. Do you rely on what estate agents are telling you? Or, well, or the councils, do they rely on that? Well, I don't know, not really estate agents. Um, when you do evaluation, you use um, property sales that was uh, recorded in the deeds office. So that's your source document. Mm. Um, and what they do is, when they do these valuations, is um, they take a aerial photography, nine out of the ten times they, they get help in to measure the roof sizes of your buildings. Um, they've got a similar product like Google where they drive around um, streets and plot properties on the GPS coordinates. Mm -hmm. If they did the property um, size, let's say the roof size is 100 square meters and they drive past the property, it's a double story, so it's 200 square meters of buildings on site. So what they will do is they will do that for the whole suburb. Then what they will do is they will take the deeds office data. They will calculate a basic rate per square meter that properties are selling for in that suburb. Mm -hmm. And then they will then apply that to all the properties and get a base valuation. You must remember that uh, municipal property valuations is mass, is called mass valuations. So it is not really a one-on-one -on -one valuation. When it gets to business properties, that's a whole different story because you can't average business properties. Do we deal with business properties later or you want to take that one now? Business properties, uh, when you value business properties, it's mostly on the uh, income that the property can generate, the property-related expenses, 
and the capitalization rate of the property that usually the pay, the, that makes up the property value. Where, where, where do they get the rentals that tenants are paying? How do they find this out? There is source documents in 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 the market. Um, various companies that that draw up uh, average tables of rentals in areas. Yeah, uh, in other words, uh, <coughs> a factory in Weinberg, the average rental will be X per square meter, and that's how they do the calculation. Is that more or less? That's that's mm. how they do the calculation. Again, don't inspect the property because mm. they allow to not to inspect the property. So it is a very scientific. Um, process that the municipal valuer follows. That's why when you object, you, when you start drilling down to the property specifics, mm. that's usually when your value is then adjusted. Mm. Okay, so now I, as a, let, let's say I'm a, a residence, they've, in my view, overvalued my property by 500% or whatever. What do I do? Um, firstly, for you to determine that the property was overvalued. Um, the basic mistake most of uh, the, the rate payers do, and I think it's because people are uninformed. They just look at the annual or, or the increase from the last valuation. Like Ben said, valuation rule um, spans over four years. That's mm. mu- usually why they say the municipal value is lower than the bank valuation, because the valuation, the municipal valuation is as at a date, mm. 2012 or 2017 in this case for Johannesburg. Your bank valuation will be as at to date. That's why the difference in value, most probably. Um, yes, so so that's just the principle. So on sorry, Christo, if I buy a property today and I apply for a bond, how does the bank value that property? I need a bond. I've bought a house for three million. I need an eighty percent bond. How do they go about that? They will take the deeds data that is recorded in the deeds office as at today, and they will do a comparison based on today's market activities. When I value, a, just to give you a, a basic principle, if I do a valuation for municipal purposes mm. and I build a brand new house today mm. in 2017, uh, 2018 um, and the house is worth, let's call it 5 million rand, the council or the municipal valuer has to go and value that house as if it existed in 2012. And if that property existed in 2012, the value would have only been 3.2, 3.5 million. So your rateable value mm. will be 3.5 million, but today's market value in 2018 will be 5 million. And that's the difference between municipal valuations, mm. market value, and current market value. And that's why the rates legislation in South Africa makes objecting and a- appealing to the valuation a little bit complex because it's not straightforward. Mm. Do you recommend... Uh, well, no, it's, I think it's an obvious. If people who feel hard done by that the valuation is unfair, the question to you is, do you recommend they object? And what are the chances of success? Are people going to waste their time and their money? Or is there a good chance that you can convince the powers at the councils that they've overvalued your property? Gary, I the important thing, and as, maybe just before I answer that, um, Go, going back to what what Christo discussed now, the value, the basis for valuation for rates purposes and for the bank value is is market. So what is a willing buyer prepared to pay for the property and a willing seller prepared to accept? Mm. Um, but there are s- some because it's a mass valuation, it it can be a bit different. Um, so the basis is exactly the same. What what the objector, a person who wants to object, should do is to say, but. If this property was in the market, 
on the data valuation, and let's use the Joburg example, 1 July 2017. Mm. If I had to buy my property on that date, what would I be prepared to pay? And if the, the new value sits at 7 million rand, and you think, but he will, will not be prepared to pay 7 million, that is a good indication that that property could be overvalued. Uh, the, the problem is, is that the owner is, is involved in this, and they cannot often you, you find that they, they're emotionally involved and they cannot really make a, a, a good call on this. And, and I think that is where if you talk to the local estate agent, they will quickly give you an indication of what the value range for properties in that area will be. And that can give well, will sorry, be a sorry, starting point. When you go to an estate agent, he always overvalues the property because he wants to get the mandate from you. So if you say, I want to sell my house, he no. said, you're going to get $10 million no. knowing no. that you won't because he thinks he'll get the no. mandate. No. The question is, what is the true value of that property, and how do you how do we establish that? It's what a willing buyer will. will that, pay. that is correct, and and that is as as Christo explained the in, yeah. information recorded in the deeds office. What was actual transaction? So you take the emotion out of it. Mm. You take the emotion of the estate agent out of it, um, and at the end of the day, if this property was sold for for six million, the, and the municipal valuer valued it at seven million. Then the six million is a good indication I've of the market I've had this property value. for fifteen years. I've lived there half my life. Okay, well, uh, but I haven't tried to sell it. I, I, you know, I'm happy there. Well, obviously uh, there are properties in your vicinity that that was sold. Yes, but yeah. they're much smaller, or they're much bigger, or whatever. The gardens are better. Does that does that matter, or is it only worked on the square meterage? What about I've got an extra bathroom, or he's got an extra bathroom? I've got a double story, he doesn't. How do you get like for like here, Gary? If yeah. I may, um, usually when when the norm when it's a low value property, or you want to do your objection yourself, mm. um, what you should do is maybe get two or three estate agents taking cognizance of the date of valuation. Um, that's why it is very important to, if you want to object, to do it now, but to explain to the estate agent what you are trying to achieve. Um, so when you object, yes, you can use um, evidence supplied by estate agents, but if if I'm sitting in a, a appeal board at the end of the day, which is similar to a court case where there's a, a chairman and a panel of valuers, um, the free, at least I would say, at least free estate agent letters stating the value, but also what did they take into account when they gave their opinion? Because uh, with due respect, estate agents have an opinion of value, yes. and they don't usually value the property. Um, so the, the, it's a letter of opinion, and I think if you have three or four letters from different estate agents um, stating the facts then that could be an indication of market value and that your property has Would been Would it make a difference if my home hasn't really been painted recently, the upkeep is not great, the garden's not in a great shape? Would I be able to object to the value placed on it by the municipality and get it downgraded as such? Yes, again, what is the market willing to pay? I mean, you used an example of a bathroom extra or mm. less. Yes. If the if you are in a in an area where you've got young and upcoming families, mm. the norm for the area is a three bedroom two bathroom house, and you've only got one bathroom. Surely the market and the estate agent 
that will be indicated in the value that that at the end of the day is, is realized. So if you do a proper na- a sales analysis, um, especially for court cases on, and you do your comp- comparisons, you will pick up that um, a three bedroom, two bathroom house is selling, for example, at 10,000 rand a square meter, where a three bedroom, one bathroom house will sell for 7,500 rand per square meter. So the market does indicate what people are prepared to pay based on the physical accommodation of the property. Okay, please give me and, and to my listeners listening practical advice. They want to object. Give them the list from A to Z of what they need to get what evidence they need in order to succeed with their objection to the value that's been placed on their property. Gary, I think um, if we could maybe split it up between residential yes. and business properties. Yeah. Um, ben, will you, you deal with the residential? Okay. Uh, maybe a checklist. Yeah. Um, I think as, as Christy has mentioned, is, is, is the opinions of estate agents is important. because And, and you must go to the reputable estate agents and, and, and make sure they understand that they must give you the, the value of the, the, the property as at the date of valuation. So if you approach them now, for Joburg, it's the 1st of July 2017. So that they, they just wind back the clock. Um, then th- there are various sources of market information where you can go to a, a um, property 24. You can also find properties that are listed for sale. And, and you, you can get that information. You can speak to the estate agent and you go and go and have a look at those properties and see how it compares with your property. Mm. So if those properties are well maintained and your property is not well maintained, obviously your, the value of your property should be lower. Mm-hmm. If you can, then uh, the second uh, source of information is transactions in the deeds office. And that will, that will be, uh, if you go to an appeal, the appeal board will give give more weight to actual transactions that has happened. How do I, as the as Joe Public, get the list of uh, of transactions in my area from the deeds office? Well, um, if you don't have access to to one of the service providers that, that provide this type of information, mm-hmm. um, uh, if you if you team up with the um, does rates does rates watch over this yes we we subscribe um to to one of the service providers so we oh. we, we we get that information so we, we can provide that can you tell exactly what's been paid and uh, what's been sold and paid for in the street in the street yes yes yeah. and in the and neighborhood probably yeah. even as well it yeah. depends on your question on how you set up the query Yes. Uh, normally, most of these guys have a standard report which shows the properties that was transacted to the, uh, reason, uh, recently in that area. Okay. Would it help if I took pictures of the property? Uh, yes, obviously, and especially if your property is not well maintained and if there are maybe uh, structural issues on your property, cracks in the… In, 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 yeah, in I've the, got damp, I've got this damp, and that. All of that. Yeah. Uh, obviously, that will… Uh, Bring down the value, so you must um, provide those pictures because we all know a picture tells a thousand words. So, so you don't have to describe it; you just show the picture. Am I wasting my time in doing this, or is there a good chance that I should succeed? How many people that object succeed? Well, a lot of people object because of emotion of the emotional issue. And if you sit down and 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 really analyze and see that the property is overvalued, mm. and and you can provide that information. Uh, substantiate your value Then you will be successful I as a lawyer have done this for someone And we got a whole mound of evidence 
and we went mm. from top to toe mm. to try and show, mm. and we did. We succeeded. Mm. But, I mean, maybe we were – that's one of the, the, the lucky ones. Um, do, uh, I mean, the, the, the council does – Suggest and uh, and and state that people who feel aggrieved should object. Where do these objections go? Who who? We're not talking of appeal now. We're talking of just the standard objection. Who's looking at that? Well, the the, the objections are adjudicated by the municipal valuer. So mo- the moment that's submitted, it's it's handed over to the municipal valuer. Is it the same it. man who valued my house that, to start that, it? That is correct. Who is no. this man? Does he is he a full time employee or is is he a consultant to the council? Well, in in Joburg, for instance, the municipal valuer is an official at the municipality, oh. but the the valuation, the general valuation, was outsourced to a private company okay. to to do all the. All the valuations. So does it go back to them? It will go back to so them. So the man who valued my property gets my evidence back on objection, and then he looks at what he has against what I have, and then he makes a decision. That's correct. That's correct. Are these decisions, I mean, in your experience, is it, is it quite fair? Are we, should, we, should we expect fair justice if we go on objection? Yes, if you provide good information. For mm. instance, if he's overstated the, ex- the extent of the building, Mm. And and you provide information showing it's it's only 100 square meters and not 200 square meters that you thought it was. Then obviously you'll get a reduction. Or if you can show market evidence um, that that shows the value of your house is, is lower, then then you will be successful. But if you uh, base your objection on the fact that you can't afford the rates or the value increased by five thousand five hundred percent, that is not the basis. That's and your bad luck. Isn't that's it? that's you your bad luck. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. People, for sure. Um, it was reported in IOL, Melrose and Melrose North residents are getting increases of up to 82%. Sure. Now, they have an association called the Mel- Melrose North Residents and Ratepayers Association. They've appealed to all their members to lodge objections to the new valuation role. Just a question on that one. Should a sectional title development lodge it as a body or is it individuals and should an association lodge it as an association or is it each individual person that lodges it? Well, at the end of the day, the, the objection is against a specific property. So mm-hmm. there might, if there are 100 units in a, in a sectional title development, there should be 100 separate um, objections. Yeah. But I believe that the association c- can assist them and guide them yes. uh, and provide the, the correct information yes. to to, to substantiate those calculations. You gents do a lot of this uh, objections. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, this is your business. Yeah. So you're yeah. looking after the people, especially, uh, I suppose, residents and then businesses, uh, Christo. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the businesses. And there's one question I think that Lionel, before we get there, wants to know. Is there an exemption? Take a house in the township. Mm-hmm. What's the exemption for him? Um, Gary, as per legislation, the first 15,000 of, of, of a property is exempt from paying rates. But some metros and municipalities have the right to increase this to an amount that they see fit. Mm. For example, um, the, the total reduction in rates is on the first 200,000 currently. Is this in Joburg or all over? In, in Joburg, yeah. 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 First 15 is national. So if you in Welcome, they can't go. They have to give the first 15,000 must be that must be made uh, exempt um, in, jo- in Johannesburg, like we say, the total reduction is 200,000 on your market value. Yeah, I live in Soweto, my property is worth 200. There's no rates, there's no rates payable. There, sh- there shouldn't be any rates payable. Yeah. I just want to clarify one thing 
because it's now a new valuation role and a new budget, we are still waiting for the the figure that is going to be exempt. Mm. I don't foresee, my opinion is that they won't reduce the 200, mm. although it could happen, but I don't think it will. Um, I don't think it will increase. I think that it will stay at the 200. Anything above 200, if my property is worth 210, I pay rates on 10,000. That's indeed correct. So I'm, yes, yeah, yeah, the first 200 is exempt. Okay, That's we got that line, so I yes, think we yeah. all understood. Yeah. But is it not uh, also in the favor of the uh, municipality to actually make it a point that they inflate the price so that at least they get something? Because for them, the higher the price, the more rate that they, they will collect. As opposed to a law. Yeah, well, what Lionel's saying, you said something very early in the show that stuck with me and has made me a bit unhappy. You say that the municipalities kind of work their budget on all this. Mm. And then if they, if they kind of okay with their budget, they can drop this. Yeah. You know, that doesn't sound lecker, you know. Yeah, that, that's why, uh, the valuation profession and, and valuations are for municipal properties are so important. Because firstly, uh, the mandate is to create a rate space. Meaning, value all the properties on a general valuation, all the properties in the city, and that gives you a rate space. Mm-hmm. Okay? On that rate space, then the finance departments would go and determine the budget. So if there is so, – so if the budget, let's call it, is 10, the tariffs come out at 5, that gives you your income to, to match the budget. Yes. If the municipal valuer went and he overvalued over, or overestimated, then – and there's a lot of objections and successful objections that would lower the rate space and then the council will take a loss of income. Yeah. So that's why it's very important for the municipal valuer and, and, and to, to go through this process and value the properties as close as possible. Mm-hmm. I think what's important is, is that the, the, the values are not increased to increase the income. The values are done on, on the market value. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, the municipality chain can increase the tariff to increase their income. So the, often people will say, but yes, they're valuing it high to increase the income. The target on the valuation side is the market value of the property. Okay, so that's very interesting. So the market value is the market value, but that's the correct. tariff is the issue here. That's correct. Now, when does the tariff get increased? How does that work? Is that budget through the council pushing through? That That is part of the budget process. So the, the, the municipal financial years works from July to June. Ooh. So currently all the municipalities are in the budget cycle. So the, the draft budgets will be tabled towards the end of March. And, and that must be then taken through a public participation process. And that's where I can object. The, yeah, but there's uh, not much hope in that the, one. The object, yeah. I, I, yeah. I agree with you. Um, yeah. We have been successful where, where to, to, to object against tariffs, but they made errors in, in doing the calculation. Yes. Mm-hmm. But your, your, your success is so low there. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, at the end of the day, uh, it's it's balancing the books. If they want X rand out uh, of the income of rates, this it's a, it's a simple calculation. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the Panil Klopper, the panel beater in Weinberg. He's got a property. Uh, the rental is poor. Uh, you know, the building is not in great shape. It's uh, he's, it's not good. But he's been overvalued. Well, he wants to go on objection. Mm-hmm. How does he do mm-hmm. that? Yeah, Gary. Um, business properties. Um, the valuation is based, although comparison is the best method of valuation. Um, when it comes to um, income-producing properties or panel beaters, 
your retail shops, your big shopping center, mm. the best method of valuation is to determine what would be a market-related rental income for that property. Uh, you will deduct property-related expenses, um, take into consideration a market-related vacancy factor and a market-related cap rate. Why I'm hampering on market-related, if you have a shopping center and you and your market rentals is, let's say, for example, 15 or 20% below market to um, attract tenants, where for municipal purposes, that rental that you um, achieve in that shopping center will be disregarded because it's not a market-related rental. And that is also according to a section in uh, the Municipal Property Rights Act, the legislation, which says that any unregistered lease must be disregarded for valuation purposes. Mm -hmm. So um, you cannot get away with getting a lower uh, rental on your property or a a below market rental um, uh, to to determine your municipal value. So yes, um, market related, when it gets to, like I explained earlier, when it gets to business properties, it becomes difficult because um, you cannot really do a mass valuation on business properties. Mm-hmm. Nine out of the ten times a municipality or a council will um, send out a questionnaire before a general valuation asking for information. Um, in, a big, in a big city like Johannesburg, it is easy to, to, to determine market rentals and because there's a lot of role players in the market. When you get to a small township, um, they would only if there's only one shopping center in that whole township or, or, or town, that would be the market rental. And then I would say the municipal valuer can take that rental as gospel and value it mm. because there's nothing to compare it with. Mm. But when you get to Weinberg, there is many res- industrial properties to draw conclusions from. So, yes, the, the, the crux here is the markability right. of your income and your expenses and your vacancy. I mean, if you have a building in Weinberg and it is 80% vacant for the last five years and all the other buildings around you have an average vacancy rate of, let's call it 10%, mm. the municipal value will use the market vacancy rate of 10% and not the 80% that you're currently at. Mm. Because it might be for, for other, fa- uh, other factors that pertains Maybe to the vacancy. Maybe you're asking for too is. much rental, yeah. That's, that that's might visible. be. That yeah. might exactly the, the be. The question case. to you is, Right now in Joburg, for instance, the new valuation role is open for ex- inspection and objection. And we have until April. 6th of April. 6th of That's April. Correct. In the meantime, am I still paying rates on the old value? Yes, you will pay rates until J- June. Your June account will be the last account on the ex- current value. Then from the 1st of July, yes. the new value will kick in with the new tariff. Well, my world. Yeah. So now, <laughs> this objection that I want to lodge is got to go in before the beginning of April, sixth of April. That's uh, correct. Van Riebeck Day, I think it was. That's when Van Riebeck arrived. For yeah. am I right? I think so. <laughs> I think so. But yeah. Dardis and all those. <laughs> I think I learned it at school. Anyway, the question is: um, Will my opposition to the new voter evaluation role be afghahandled? Will be finalised before the sixth of April? Most probably not. Uh, it will depend on the number of objections. And the previous round, I think Joburg um, received 30, about 30,000 objections. Mm. So it can take from about three to six to 18 months 
for all the objections to be dealt with. I think after yeah. this show, there'll be a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> in yeah. that, me yeah. in the meantime, whilst my objection is ongoing, I pay mm. the new I pay the new uh, rates. Yeah. No, I think that's, that's the tragedy of this. That, that's a very important point. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> let's let's use the example. The value is seven million on the roll. You submitted your objection. You think it should be five million, um, and you've got good evidence. So you have a strong case. So most probably the value will come down to five million. But come first of July, you'll receive that account based on seven million. Jeepers. So so you'll be paying every month on a seven million, and say in September October, uh, if you're lucky, the municipal valuer. Uh, have a look at your objection and he agrees with your 5 million. He will send you a result saying 5 million it is. Do I get my money back? And you'll, (laughs) 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 it, it will show as a credit on your account. Oh, it does. Yeah, it It will will. show, yeah, because it is backdated to July. Oh, okay. So, so what's important and, 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 and some, in some cases it may become extremely difficult, but owners should not stop paying. They should pay. And and I know sometimes yeah, we've heard it, this. We hate this one. <laughs> yeah. Just pay and we'll sort it out. Later. Later. Unfortunately, that uh, and the, that is how the, the act is, is set up. And if you don't pay, they're going to cut. They will cut off your electricity. Um, yeah. You can approach the municipality to make an arrangement. Uh, and and um, but the, in Joburg, it's a bit of a exercise. But so if you really can't afford it, don't. Don't stop paying. Pay what can you can afford, but approach the municipality and go make an arrangement. Do you think if I get my objection in quickly now, that it will be handled quicker, or will it just be put in one pile and be dealt with later on? Um, th- there is an indication that th- that th- they will try and deal with the objections as soon as possible. Mm. So it may be possible that if you have it in now, they will they will deal with it. Uh, but we're not sure of whether that's going to happen. We, I mean, is it? I know this is your business, and it's also my business to an extent. Do you suggest that people use professionals like you and me, or is it okay if they try it on their own? How does the value see it if it comes from a lawyer or it comes from Rates Watch? How will the value see this one, Christo? Uh, um, Gary, yes. Um, I would. My opinion is, if you have a normal residential property. In a homogeneous area where most of the properties look the same and your sales prices are between, let's call it a million and one and a half million or between one and a half and three million. And there's a, there's a general average in the suburb. Go the, go the, the route of trying to do it yourself. Mm. Because there's always at It's very nice of you to say that because yeah, I know it's your business. Yeah, no. well, um, it's a fact. I mean, mm. if, if I was, I, we tell a lot of our clients to, to, to do that because, I mean, if it's a real homogeneous area, but if you get to areas in Johannesburg, for example, your Westcliffs, your Sandhursts, where you deal with 60 plus million, uh, rand properties, um, 40 million rand properties, then, then I, in my opinion, then I would rather get a, a professional in. Christo, funnily, funnily enough, those guys are less affected. Uh, they can probably afford it quicker than the guy in the homogeneous area. That 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 extra hundred rand means so much to him. Exactly. You know, with everything going up right now, every penny you save. Um, exactly. Yeah. But but remember, Gary, that there's always a chance of you not succeeding, because the process just quick is objection, 
the municipal valuer looks at your objection. And if you remember, if you if if the municipal valuer sit with let's call it fifty thousand objections, and he has got six months to deal with it, he has to do about two three hundred a day. Mm. If you don't submit evidence properly, he's, he's just, just he's just going to uh, page past it. My advice is, if you can afford it, just get professional help. It'll um, when I, I'm sure when the the council's valuer sees it coming from a professional, he'll know it's got the right evidence. He'll be more prone to to giving it. You know, a, a proper uh, proper attention and quicker attention and yeah, maybe a, a, a better decision. A better because, decision yeah. Yeah, because after your objection, if you're not successful, there's the appeal process, which is similar to an informal court situation. And if the, once the valuation appeal board makes its decision on the value, your next step is high court. So, and that's, you don't want to go there. Um, so, and, and I'm now referring to high value properties, business properties. Um, so sorry, if I go on objection and I'm rejected, they say, sorry, there's no change. I can go on appeal. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Yeah. Where does yeah. that appeal go? That in is handed to an independent panel that mm. is appointed by the, municip- by the municipality. Is that expensive? Do I have to pay a, a fee for f- to them? No, 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 no. no, no. no. It's, it's, a, it's a public uh, hearing yeah. um, where the council appoint a, a legal person. Uh, usually an advocate yeah. and a panel of valuers, two or three professional or associated valuers, where you then come in. The onus is unfortunately on you to prove the municipal value wrong. You will submit your evidence. Um, the municipal valuer and the appeal board have the right to cross-examine you on your evidence. Mm-hmm. Um, it's then a little the, mini court case. A mini it's a quasi-court court court case. case. Yeah. Is yeah. there automatic appeal from objections if my objections rejected? Can I automatically go on appeal or do I need permission like we do in court? We sometimes need the, the court's permission. No, you don't need permission. But again, you will receive a notice of the decision of the objection, mm. which gives you, and I think uh, according to days. legislation, 30, 30 days. days. Yeah. 30, 30 days to appeal. Mm. So if you miss the 30 days, then you have a problem. Okay. <laughs> so yes, you have then the 30 days to appeal and then you, then you, you wait for your hearing date. Um, some people have asked It's come through Where exactly on my account Where, where do I see the new valuation How does, Or the old valuation where, where, Do you know where it is Well, in, On the Joburg account um, On the first page You get on the right hand side You get the property description address And then um, underneath there's a, there's a line that's showing the value yeah. um, It doesn't show the category Because the category is also important it's a li- we haven't spoken about. Oh, we haven't, and we need to. We okay, need well, let's to address deal with that. it yeah. now. Yeah. The category, the category, um, is is at the end of the day, the category is linked to the tariff. So all properties must be categorized, and and in order to do that, the, there's a rights policy, mm. which gives a list of categories, and the typical categories will be business, commercial, business and commercial, residential, and farms. Mm. Let's let's make it a simple um, uh, policy. So for every category, there will be a tariff. If the t- if the in Joburg, if the tariff is one 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 for for residential business will be about two point six times that, mm. and that for farms will be a quarter of of the one. Okay. So if your category is incorrect, if you are living on a property that's zoned, and typically in Joburg, if it's zoned for business purposes, uh, but you have a house on it, 
there's a good chance that the category will be business and commercial. And you need to have that corrected because you're paying too much rates. Well, that's so important. Mm, yes. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm, I'm living on a property. It, it does have business rights and I'm paying the business valuation yeah. rates. And, and you, uh, and you so must, you must object to that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You must definitely object to that one. Uh, we, uh, there's a number of sexual title schemes that's developed mm. on business. Property zone for business purposes. They have a similar challenge. So, so, um, the first focus is normally the value, but you should not lose sight of the category. And if it's a house, it should be residential. Um, I think that's, that's a simple test that, that, uh, that you can apply. Excellent advice. Lines? Yeah, you cool? Gr- yeah. yeah, brilliant. Uh, okay. Um, Gents, uh, we have a few questions that came th- have come through from Legal Talk South Africa, our partner. Uh, here's one from Mr. Mush. He says, hi, all. Please help. What is better, a state agency house valuation or getting a valuation company to do the valuation? Hmm. I don't know if he was talking about buying a house or something. Um, well, if, if I think if the stakes are high, yeah. you, you get go for the best option. And, and, and they uh, – Having a proper valuation done in your property is is first choice. Um, I, I, every it will depend on the on the situation. Get a professional value uh, like yeah. like yourselves yeah. to give a proper valuation. Yeah. Especially if, if 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 the stakes are high. If on high value pr- properties, if it's a a billion rand property, then you must make sure because every million makes a a, a big difference on Absolutely. your monthly rates. There's a man called Abdul who replied to th- that. Uh, message. He says, as a guideline, you could use your municipal rates valuation, add five to ten percent to gauge market value, and uh, is there is there merit in that? No, no, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> no, no, not at all. So sometimes people get it wrong. You got to watch what they have to say. Yeah. Okay. Let's take one or two more. Uh, um, here we go. Sharon wants to know. She says she's asking for a friend. Lionel always likes this one. <laughs> She said we she, know those. she had a bank evaluator come to her house for evaluation. The gentleman was not interested, took a few photographs and left. Today the bank advised that he gave evaluation or that they gave evaluation of less than the original valuation when she purchased the property in twenty seventeen. She's now done major upgrades to the property, such as a borehole, trilly doors and air cons. Uh, what she wants to know is can she ask the bank to send a different uh, evaluator? Yes. Um you, you, I'm sure that you can get in hold of your financial institution with the assessors or home loans department and ask for a second opinion valuation, mm. and I think they will gladly oblige. Mm. Do they uh, They do that? I mean, Yeah, no, they do. They do that, mm. yes. On mm. whose account, sorry? Do I pay for that or the bank pays for that? If this I is ask. presumably when she's applying for a bond. Mm. She, wanted, yeah. she wanted a higher value so she could get her bond, and I think that's where Young, it yeah. uh, I'm not a, I don't have an opinion on bank cost and who's, uh, you know, who will be held uh, accountable for fees and that. So, uh, yeah, I can't comment on that. Okay. Rates Watch, what do you people do day to day? What's the main thrust of your business? We, we're looking – we're watching the rates. That's what the name's saying. Mm. Now, the, the – 80% of our work is focused on on assessing the correctness of valuations. On behalf of residents and businesses? Yes, yes. Mm. If you're a rate payer, uh, we, we can assist you uh, to to give an opinion on the or, or on whether the value is correct or not, mm. too high or not. 
and, and whether to, to object or appeal or whatever the process is. People that are complaining, as many uh, have right now, should they object? I think that's the question. They, they, they should object if they have market evidence that the property is incorrectly valued. Mm. Yeah, don't look at your general increase from to say, oh, but my value previously was a million and now it's two million. Yeah. Look at it might be that you were undervalued mm. and you you got away with it in the last four or five years, to be quite honest. So, yes. yeah. Uh, another factor that I also want to just um, take into cons- uh, make you aware of is if you talk about property valuation, although we said drill into your property specifics. I mean, if you are in a in an area where there's currently or, or a new, let's call it an industrial area, and there's a lot of smoke around or uh, a, a mine dump and there's dust all over the place, that surely affects the, the property value. Mm. If it's a newish factor in your area, it might not yet be reflected in the market or the selling prices of the properties in the area. Um Usually it is. I mean, if there's a mine dump, for example, and there's a lot of dust when the wind blows, that will already be factored into your sales prices in the neighborhood. But if it's a new factor, the municipal valuer, might, because they don't do the inspections, they might not be aware of it. Or suddenly there was a road closure two kilometers away, and now you're sitting with a lot of traffic past your house. It happens. That could be a, 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 a value-influencing factor. The, que- the golden question that you always have to ask yourself is, what will a willing buyer pay for my property under under, under conditions as at the date of valuation? Mm. This has been great advice to you, gents. And I think after this, we get a better perspective of what our rights are and how we go about this. And uh, as you say, do it. It's not that difficult. Get your evidence together and submit your objection. But do it fast. Mm. If you need help, we've been talking to... Christo Bockhorst and Ben Espach phone them. They're at Rates Watch. I also know the, the subject. So I'm Gary Hertzberg. You could contact me. Lionel's also a half a, an expert on it. How was your board exams, Lionel? Quickly. No, they were great. Um, yeah. Except bookkeeping. It showed me flames, <laughs> correspondence, and all that. Yeah, yeah not, not we, us lawyers are not that great with figures. Yeah. Some of us, I'm not bad. <laughs> I, knew, I now know. Anyway, it's been a great show. Many thanks to you, gents. You came through from Boxburg on the East Rand. We appreciate it. But you do all over, don't you? you all, all, all over the country. Excellent. Many thanks for this to our listeners. Yeah, go ahead and do what you need to do. And until next week, many thanks and cheers. Good Thank you. Bye-bye. This is cliffcentral.com.